guys, welcome back to Living Black Podcast with your hosts, Nayla and Ari, and we're glad to have y'all back for another episode. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about Black hair care. But before we decide to dive in, let's reveal today's question of the day. So today's question of the day is, do you have a hair care routine for your hair? Or do you have a schedule that takes place every month? Um, that pertains to your hair. Unfortunately, we don't have any answers from our audience, but we will post this question um, prior to posting this episode. So make sure y'all get y'all answers out um, before we post this episode. So do we have any answers to this question? Would you like to go first, Nayla? Yes. So for my hair care routine, this only pertains to when my braids are out. Um, I usually wash it once a week, wash and condition and do all that stuff. And then I blow dry every other week. But I don't do that often because I'm I'm usually in braids. Like I usually have braids in (laughs) because they're just like so easy. You can just get up and go. But I actually have been doing my natural hair this whole school week, which I'm so proud of myself because I honestly haven't done natural for a whole school week in like I don't know, probably like two years. I'm just too scared of it. It's too much in the morning, but yeah. So what about you? That's a that's a great routine, actually. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I'm more of like natural 100%, but now it's been dimmed down to 75% because I've like developed maintenance over time. So mm-hmm. for me, basically uh, starting this year, um. I've been switching between like curling my hair, flat ironing it, and doing braids. So recently, um, I had box braids in, well, actually not with braids. And I was telling Nayla, um, <laughs> my, my, <laughs> my braids were so bad for the first week of school. I mean, they weren't like bad, bad, but you could tell they've been in there for like a couple of weeks by now. Because I don't know why I got them so early ahead of time, but. I thought I was going to be doing something the weekend I got them. So that's why I got them then anyways. But what I had told her is that the knotless braids were starting to not be braids. And girl, (laughs) it's just started to be a mess. I had to not up the braids myself, put on rubber bands and all that to make it look somewhat neat, um, neat and make them look a little fresh. Because, girl, there was no more triangle because the box, I mean, the knotless braids that I got, they're supposed to be like triangular parts. Mm-hmm. And they don't even look like triangles no more. They look like a non-existent shape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, knotless braids. That's the only thing with them. They don't last that long usually. Yeah. But I do like them because they're less like tension. Mm-hmm. onto like my scalp and stuff and I can also moisturize my scalp good enough yep. which is what I like and I mm-hmm. need mm-hmm. um so going back to my hair care schedule for myself actually like I was saying I am mixing between like flat ironing curling and braids but when it comes to washing my hair normally if I don't have braids in my hair I wash it every two weeks if I'm waiting for like my um, flat iron hair to come out like get fizz, um, frizzed up or whatever then maybe 
do every three weeks, but that's it pretty much. And I'd say every other month I deep condition or every two months I deep condition or do mm-hmm. a mask. But that's my routine. That's good. Yeah. And I also air dry most of the time. I don't really use the blow dryer unless I really, really got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So now that we've answered our question of the day, let's go ahead and dive into our topics for today. Our first topic is, what do you struggle with most while caring for your natural hair? So I'll go first for this one. Um, For me, I have a lot of hair. So when it comes to taking care of like my hair, the main issue is when, where, how the three W's. So it depends on when I'm taking care, like when I'm like doing my hair. I normally don't like to start at night because then that means it's going to be an all night job and I'll probably fall asleep. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to taking care of my hair, also like putting it up in a ponytail or doing some type of special style because I actually don't braid or part my hair. I'm terrible at it. So just don't ask about it. But um. Yeah, when it comes to that, it's really just a specific time that I like to do it. And the thing that I struggle with the most is just like parting it, like I mentioned, because I'm just terrible at parting. And with how much hair I have, I don't even know how I'm supposed to look in the mirror and part my hair at the same time. It's going to be a squiggly line. (laughs) Yeah, parting is definitely very hard. Agreed. So for me, I have I could go on and on listing a bunch of things that I struggle with caring for my natural hair. But the main thing is kind of what Ari was saying as well. I have to like plan what I'm going to do for my hair. Like, for example, let's say I have braids in. I can't just take them out like randomly. I have to like plan. Okay, I'm going to take my braids out this week then or I'm going to take my braids out tomorrow. I'll have my natural hair for one week and go to my hair lady to get it braided again because it's hard to maintain doing my natural hair every morning which is why I just choose protective styles or braids most of the time because it's just the easiest thing for me another thing is another difficult thing is finding trustworthy people to work on my hair because I don't just want to choose or find anyone out there to care for my hair so when I moved back to Georgia um thank god I found like a really good natural hair care lady and I've been going to her ever since I moved back um and the last thing is finding easy natural hairstyles that will work with my 4c thick type of hair I have very thick hair and a lot of it too the curls are very tightly coiled and it's always so hard to find like easy natural hairstyles for my hair because of shrinkage which, oh my gosh, don't even get me started on shrinkage. <laughs> that is just like my, I I know it means that your hair is healthy, but honestly, I do not like shrinkage at all. It's all natural, girl, all natural. Yeah. <laughs> but is that is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's honestly a great, like, story to tell your struggles with your hair about. So, mm-hmm. Honestly, with myself, I don't deal with like shrinkage or nothing like that because my hair is still like undergoing damage. It's still in the process of transitioning naturally. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a little bit into like my transition 
into like my natural state of hair. But um, only like four weeks ago, I think around my birthday, um, I started seeing my curls come back. And it was like a sense of relief to me because when I washed my hair, the main issue is that my hair looked so damaged when I washed it. Even after I got it out the water, like it used to look like, I don't know, it, it used to look like uh, squiggly lines that aren't even curls. And mm. you could see the curls, but like they weren't the right curls, you know, it's mm. more of like damaged and it's so visible. Yeah. And it just made me like not want to even wear my hair out at mm. all. So next up that we, the next topic that we have up is generally just natural hair. So we've actually already answered this question kind of, how do we take care of our own hair? But do we have any tips or known rules for taking care of our hair or viewers? You can go first. Okay, so one tip I would have is... um just find a good line of products that worked well that works well with your hair type and your hair in particular and stick with it. It's good to stay with like one general product company company for your, your products. Um, just so your hair like, you know, it maintains its state and stuff. And then another tip I would have, I don't really have many tips, but another tip I would have is to just be confident when wearing your natural hair. I know it can be hard sometimes, difficult at times to do it every day, but just be confident in your looks and your natural hair because that's important. Yes, confidence is really, really key. So what I have in response to this question is when you're picking out hair products, I'm currently all over the place with hair products. I got to get myself in line this weekend. But um. When it comes to doing hair products, always look at the ingredients and make sure you research um, the ones that you aren't familiar with or you're concerned about, or maybe ones that you think are not supposed to be in your hair, like sulfate. That's not supposed to be in your hair. Mm -hmm. And um, another thing is, if Tresemme works for you, I mean, you you could use that, but Tresemme isn't really like built for our hair type as Black woman or um, black woman X. So mm -hmm. what I suggest is you look into black owned hair products or yeah. maybe hair care items that are meant for our hair and don't use Cantu cause no girl, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm looking forward into starting to this company called Miel. I don't know how if that's how you oh, say it. Oh, yeah, I've seen that before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have a lot of sales and stuff. Yeah. It's also Black-owned, so that's another reason why I'm looking into um, buying from them. And they're having a sale for Labor Day. So, you know, I'll be there. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's it. Tips. Mm -hmm. So our next topic is, or question is, do we have any preferred hair care products for ourselves and any suggested ones for our viewers i mean we've kind of already answered that question so yeah. i'll go ahead and say mine so for me i like to use shea moisture for all of my stuff the main reason is because it works really good for my hair but also fun fact my own my cousin or something someone from my family i don't know how we're related but he actually founded shea moisture 
So that's another reason that I use their products, um, as well as design, design essentials. I'm not 100% sure if it's black owned or not, but their products always work very well for me. They are a little bit on the pricey side, but if you want to give it a go, then I highly suggest that. Okay, okay, okay. She got somebody she know owning or founding Shea Moisture. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you. <laughs> so, um, I've already kind of like said my answer to this, but um, for me, I use like a range of products. So, for moisturization, I use pink lotion. Um, and also pink is black owned. So, that's one great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for like my edge control, look, I don't even have a preferred edge, con- edge control. I just started getting back to my raised like edge wax. So I'm going to give that a shot for when I like part my hair and stuff and mm-hmm. do like styles and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, when it comes to oils and stuff, really, I just pick up anything I see in the store, like olive oil. Um, what's the other oil that I use? Um, that weird hair growth oil that's in that bottle and it stinks so bad. I use that as well with the red mm-hmm. top. Um, I mean, that's really it. I don't really have much of like products that I use because I just started getting back into like taking care of my hair entirely. Mm-hmm. That's good. So the next question that we have is protective styles. What are some styles that we've each had and are all of these protective styles really protective for natural black hair let's get into the tea (laughs) so some protective styles that i've had are like braids specifically knotless braids um braids with knots they're not as protective because they do pull on your scalp and your edges and stuff but it's still pretty protective style for the rest of your hair except for like the hair around your scalp area um And then some other protective styles. One would be like a twist out or something like that. Um, Those, I guess they protect your hair because like you're just using your natural hair, I guess. But those are the only, those are really the only type of protective styles I've ever really done because I usually just go for braids and that's it. It's honestly the same thing with me. So I've actually had knotless braids twice this year or once this year and another time last year mm-hmm. and the year before last year or some one of these years um <laughs> i had box braids in my hair and they weren't bad um but i never got them again i switched to knotless forever mm-hmm. so also for my birthday this year i had what were those called butterfly locks yeah, um, so, so cute on you. Thank you. Yes. The color was really like popping. Okay. It was really popping. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I didn't like about the butterfly locks is that the process of taking them out and how heavy they were on me, it was extremely too much for the weather. Mm-hmm. And on my birthday, it just didn't really suit me well. And they also, um, I got them like a week or two before my birthday not a good idea because my roots started showing and Mm -hmm. they didn't look like butterfly locks no more. They just look like, I don't know, hair sewed onto my hair. (laughs) 
but it was okay. I really liked the the outcome of the style though. Yeah, it looked really good. Yeah, and both of them they were really protective. The braids and everything that I've had before, nothing really bad happened to my hair with all those styles I've had. Yeah, same. I've been meaning to try butterfly locks, but I'm scared to, for the takedown process because I always hear people talking about how like horrible it is and all this other stuff. <laughs> well, here's the one thing. Um, when I took down my butterfly locks, what I did is I watched a YouTube video on someone else taking down their locks. And mm-hmm. from what I think I can remember, you're probably gonna have to watch a video to see if I'm right or not. What mm-hmm. I do remember is that when I took them down, I know I put like scissors between like the weave and my actual hair and kind of like cut it down a little bit. And then I guess pulled it down. I don't remember for sure. But the thing is that because it's like tied into there, you actually can't like cut it down like how you take out box braids and not list braids. You actually mm-hmm. have to like um, take scissors and like cut in between your hair and the weave. So it's kind of like a different process, but you shouldn't really be too scared about it. Just make sure you, you know what you're doing or you have help. Yeah. Okay, I might try it out. We'll see. Yeah, but I don't suggest it when it's hot outside. Get it when it's fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way too heavy. <laughs> but on the dark side of protective styles, I want to get into flat iron hair and just damaged hair in general. So do you want to start this off or do you want me to start it off? Because I have a big story. Um, You can start it off and I'll follow. Okay. So first off, before we even get into this topic, one thing that inspired us to talk about it is I saw this post on Instagram from the baby, not the baby, but baby fever hub on Instagram. And they made a post uh, probably from someone else. And what it shows is that there's, two girls or probably the same girl that in the left picture she has natural curls her curls look amazing all natural um no perm or nothing and on the right it looks like the girl has a perm or her hair is severely damaged suddenly and in the caption the lady or mother wrote please help me my daughters went with their dad for the summer and they came home like this This is my five-year-old before and after. She had the most beautiful curls. He won't tell me what he did to it. What can I do? I'm in tears. So I don't really know. Well, I do actually can see what people commented. Some people commented um, he relaxed it. Um, Definitely a perm. What else? Either he permed that baby's hair or he allowed someone to do it. If she were my baby, he and whoever else would be swallowing their teeth, tongue, and tonsils. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and then somebody else commented, I would have started a riot then gave that baby a dang perm. That's really unfortunate because, like, the child was gone for the summer. How in the world her hair come back all damaged like that? It's only been the summer. Right. So it's too obvious. And the father isn't telling the mother what even took place. Mm. A mess. So getting into this topic of non-protective styles and also being safe about when you put heat on your hair. Um, 
one thing about me is that I actually have my own story behind the way my hair is today. So when we had the hair care routine question, I actually don't really have much of a routine because my hair used to be, it it was damaged for a couple of years and it's just now coming back to life this year and it's turning like natural and everything. So for the past, like I'd say three to five years, um, maybe when I was around nine or 10, um, I went to my dad's for like, I guess a weekend or something like that. I got my hair flat ironed and I started going to his house more often around that age as well. So I'd say maybe once every month or every two months, every holiday I went there. And Mm -hmm. eight times out of 10 when I went there to visit him, um, I got my hair flat ironed by one of his ex-girlfriends or current girlfriend, one of those um, daughters. And suddenly after time or maybe one time, when I came home after having my like hair done and everything, it was all nice and pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even think the lady was a certified like hairstylist, by the way. She just mm-hmm. did her own daughter's hairs, hair, mm-hmm. sorry. And the thing is that when I came home and my mother had washed my hair because at that age, I wasn't doing my own hair. When she had washed my hair, she noticed that it was something different about it and like it didn't have his natural curls to it and it seemed like it had a perm to it. So she asked me, did you get a perm in your hair? I was like, no, but the lady flat ironed my hair. And, you know, from there, it just like got tense and everything. And mm-hmm. excuse me. Um, the main issue is that I was nine or 10. I didn't know what was going on. At the time, I didn't know what a perm was. Um, Also, I didn't know that was being put in my hair. And I also loved my hair. I was really young. So Mm -hmm. that's one thing. And another thing is that the damage is still sticking with me today. And the fact that the lady had put chemicals in my hair and probably didn't tell nobody except one person and it didn't get across to the right person that it should have been so we could have known ahead of time is really ridiculous because like I said, I'm still going through that like hair damage and with having damaged hair, it's like the transition back to normal hair is so hard because you have to find the right products and know what to do and everything. And Mm -hmm. when you want to have like an app or anything, you can't do that because for me, I lacked a lot of confidence in with my hair because, you know, when I washed my hair, it looked like squiggly lines. I'm not kidding. Like, I had no literal pattern. So, that's my little story on damaged hair. It's crazy because I actually have a similar story. So, I was in sixth grade and picture day was coming up. And it was like a last minute thing to get my hair done because I didn't have braids in. And I didn't want to like, I guess I didn't want to do like a natural hairstyle for picture day. You know, I wanted it to be nice and straight and whatever. Now, honestly, I probably would have not flat ironed my hair because I'm more comfortable with my hair texture now. But back then, I wanted to get it straightened. And so I went to this Dominican lady 
because she's like she has like a little salon around my house somewhere and I went there because like my hair lady she was like all booked out or something like that and the Dominican lady was such like an easy access thing and it mind you it was my first time going there my mom dropped me off well she stayed there for a little bit and then had to go back to work or something like that anyways so the lady started off washing my hair and I'm not sure what she did I'm pretty sure she put like a I know she well I know she put a texturizer in my hair I don't know when she did it but I think it was in like the shampoo bottle or whatever I could smell a little bit of chemical but I was kind of young back then and I didn't really know that much about hair. So I just thought I was going to get my hair flat ironed or whatever. And then she starts like pressing my hair or flat ironing my hair. And when I'm done, it's like silk straight. It's like paper straight. And I'm like, I, my hair has never been like this. Like every time I got my hair flat ironed, it was never this straight. It was like, it might've been straighter than white people here. That's how straight it was. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, but I was like, oh my gosh. At the time, like right when I had got the hair done, I was like, okay, I didn't really suspect anything because I just thought, okay, she like really silk pressed my hair. But after picture day and like a couple months after, let's say like five months after, even no, even before that, I didn't want my hair straightened anymore. So I tried washing it many times and it really wasn't getting back to its normal state frizzy. So I was like, okay, this is like honestly weird. And when I would wash my hair, I would notice I would start to notice like strands of hair, like thin pieces of hair coming out of my hair. You know how uh, most white people's hair, like how it falls out in the pool, like those little strands. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, Ew. Yeah, that's how my hair was. Yeah, it was disgusting. That's how my hair was falling out. And I was like, oh my gosh, what did this lady do to my hair? And so I went and did a little bit of research and figured out that she had probably used a texturizer and on top of that, the heat. So it had like really damaged my hair. And I was like, I was honestly so mad because I had missed my hair texture. Every time I washed my hair, hair was just falling out and it was gross at this point. (laughs) But anyways, that same thing happened with me too when I washed my hair. Yes, it's so disgusting. And I was so sad because I missed my normal hair. Anyways, so I had just been trying to wash the texturizer out or whatever, I guess, and using some good products to grow my hair and get it back to its normal state. Thank God it's finally back to its normal state. Um, Thanks to quarantine, I had a little bit of time to work on my hair. It, It took about a year, I would say, to get it back to normal, which honestly isn't that bad because I know some people's hair, it takes like so I'm happy that I guess it wasn't damaged too badly but at the same time that lady should never have put texturizer in my hair without asking because no one gave her permission even in your story no one gave them permission to add anything to our hair (laughs) you're right you're right and the the weird thing is that this happens to a lot of young black girls and it's kind of like trauma that sticks with you forever because Now you're like, well, I went through this and, you know, it sticks with you for years and years because it's not like magic. You turn back to normal hair instantly. If you have a perm or texturizer in your hair, especially even if you didn't expect it to be there still, like it takes time to transition back and you have to. 
excuse me, you have to be prepared properly to like transition back to your normal hair and your hair might not even be normal after that. That's the sad part. Right. And um, yeah, that's exactly like the point that I'm trying to bring across that like, it's important to like, y'all need to like be an advocate for your hair. Basically, like make sure you know what's going into your hair and make sure you have the right people working on your hair. Cause it's important that they don't like, do stuff without your permission so accurate and always research um to make sure if they're like certified or anything see the reviews on the hairstylist place before you go there and normally myself if i know like i'm getting something that could be damaging to my hair i never used to go to like somebody's house that doesn't have like a lot of followers on instagram or anything or Mm -hmm. unless i don't know them i don't go there because you know, you could be setting yourself up and you don't want that. Yeah. And actually I am like very traumatized about heat damage. Now, every time I use heat on my hair, which very minimal, just blow drying once in a while, I make sure to like drench my hair in heat protectant spray because I'm literally traumatized. (laughs) Yeah. I can understand that for sure. Mm -hmm. And when I found out heat protecting was a thing, um, I'm starting to make sure that people that flat iron my hair actually use heat protecting. Yes, same. So moving on to one of our last questions. Um, what are, What is our opinion on wigs, like hair wigs? Like when you don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like boys, the, the waves that boys have for their haircuts, kind of like that. What are mm-hmm. our opinion on that? Would finger waves also tie into that or no? Yeah, 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 that too. Okay, yeah. Uh, my opinion is I think it looks good on anybody, to be honest. Well, not anybody, but you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. anybody. <laughs> um, I don't know how to say this, but anybody, specifically Black people in general or people with that type of hair that's needed for that. But I honestly think it always looks good on people. I love finger waves on women. I think it looks so good. It's so pretty. I don't think I could rock it, but I just love how finger waves look on women. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, I really love waves. Um, I have something to say about that, but, you know, I'm not going to say it on here. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> But um, you probably know it already. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's like a, an, it's really nice. And when you walk the hallways of predominantly black schools, that's all you see: boys with waves. That's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they be like, "Wave check, check the do rags, yeah, 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 all day." Yep. Some of them even wear the do rags to school, and they know it's violating the dress code. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they do it. <laughs> I also love finger waves. Um, If I do end up like cutting my hair down to that level, um, maybe after I turn 17, probably I'll look into doing that or maybe a bob because I think I look cute with that and dye my hair. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, I'm really interested in getting highlights also with the same color I have my butterfly locks as. I've been thinking about doing highlights too, or like a skunk stripe or something, but I'm a little scared because 
I've heard some stories about hair dyeing and the process. And I don't know how it's going to look with my textured hair, like my type of textured hair. I mean, it might look cute with you. It depends on what color you get, because for me, the main reason why I got those mate, I mean, those butterfly locks that color is so mm-hmm. I can test out color on me. So I know what color I should get if I do end up getting highlights or ever dyeing my hair. Mm, that's smart. That's smart. Yeah, it's a nice test drive. So I suggest doing that if you don't know what color to get or if you're concerned about it, how it may look with you. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um. So before we end out today's episode with our normal outro, um, we want to do a little praise moment to the people in Louisiana, people in New Jersey, my home state, um, New York and Mississippi and anywhere else that's been severely impacted by Hurricane Ida. Yes, as well as the people in Haiti from their devastation um, from the earthquake tsunami that as well. Yes, that too. So we just want to give our prayers to those people there and um, hope everything is going well and they're recovering properly and hopefully efficiently as well and getting the help they need and mother nature is really kicking in this week in the past month so please stay safe and do what is necessary and we need to learn how to keep or start taking care of our earth before we start turning into zombies yes (laughs) (laughs) so thank you all for tuning into this episode make sure you all Follow our social medias, which will be linked in the description of this episode. And if you're able to spread the word about our GoFundMe, which is also linked in our link tree. We always appreciate all of the support and love and hope everything is well with everyone. But for now, see y'all later. Bye. Bye. Make sure to take care of your hair 100% of the time. Yes. Period. (laughs) 